Welcome to another and welcome to another edition of Walleye Chronicles, a partnership between Fix Productions and Smile and Fish. So today I have Buck Lossman with me today, and we're going to talk about how he grew up fishing and what turned him into the fisherman that he is today. So Buck, tell me a little bit about your how you grew up, uh, middle class. Uh, I grew up lower class, but um, fair enough. Um, was always into fishing. I was in the creek catching chubs. I was always, always trying to catch so, something. So where'd you grow up by? I grew up in up by Tripoli, uh, so north of, um, it actually be northwest of Tomahawk. Okay. Oh, well, that's God's country up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you, um, so you got, did you go fishing? It was like, what's your first memory of fishing? Uh, probably we used to go up to Bayfield when I was a kid with my dad, and uh, we bluegilled and bass fished. Okay. Every spring, you know, we'd mm-hmm. take that one week and, and go when the fish were on their beds right. back in the day. Um, so that's probably my first ones. You're a little older, so the tackle's probably different, right? I mean, yes. you weren't have, didn't have no side scan? No, no side scan. I mean, you were, uh, you know, even back in that day, I can remember my dad with the green box, the Lorance green box. <laughs> so that's, you know, those are worth money. You can ago. put those on a wall someplace, yeah, right? Is yeah. it still around anywhere? I do not have it, no. I remember my dad had one and he never, he never really got into it, never really used it too much. It was around. I remember seeing it, and he would bring it every now and then. It just never never worked. But then knowing now, obviously, yes. how, the world, yep. how the world works. So what's your first actual memory of a fish? Uh, probably, uh, you know, probably in my early, maybe 10, 12. Um, we used to have, a, the neighbor had a little John boat, and he would okay. let us use it, you know. And um, I would go out and fish this pier lake, it was called. Okay and uh, catch bass and northerns <laughs> that was kind of the thing that was easy enough for me to catch so uh, rose uh, oars probably uh nope it had a really? uh three and a half horse mcculloch, McCulloch. and when you and the gas tank was <laughs> on top and when you started it you were going oh nice reverse was turn it all the way around <laughs> the old days the old days yeah and i actually oh, ended up awesome. owning that boat from the neighbor uh-huh. that was actually my first boat from working summer jobs so what did, did you what did you do to upgrade that boat uh, I had that boat for probably four or five years, and then I ended up upgrading to another person's boat that was a 14-foot Sears. Mm. Did you do anything to that first boat to make it yours? Like, what, what did you do to it to, like, uh, nothing, nothing? Nothing really. We didn't, I didn't even have a graph. I didn't <laughs> have, it was just blind fishing. Um, there wasn't many people that had stuff no, for graphs. And no, that, you know, we all kind of knew where the points were and stuff like that. And you'd fish those certain areas. And there was probably life vests for everybody in there too, as well. No. Yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> it was usually only me in the boat. Right. So, um, I suppose you, um, it leaked, I'm guessing. No, no, no it actually, it actually was a, a, a good boat. Oh, okay. That's yeah. I don't, my first boat, it would leaked and it was miserable and it was always a sponge had to go along, you know, to, yeah. to wring the water out. Um, so you upgraded from there. What, um, what was your first bait that you remember? The first bait you ended up throwing for bass. What was the first thing that you're like, Hey, I got it. Uh, I probably was, you used to be able to get these purple rubber, rubber worms that had a double hook in them with a little spinner on top. Okay. And that was kind of one of the go-to things that, <laughs> that always worked no matter what. Did you spend your childhood trying to shoot squirrels for maps or no uh no no <laughs> never did never did i, I that's fine i i did but we never took them there yeah <laughs> i did be like you got to do this you have to and you can take them up there and at the time i think they would give you a discount or something with that and i would do it and we would never take them and i don't know if my dad just threw them away and 
got me a map spinner and called it a day. I think it used to be like 50 cents or something like that. They would give you, which is crazy. I saw an article yesterday, I think, or the day before they still, they still do that. Yes. They still want you to bring your, your squirrel tails up there for them. I, they might do some with deer tails too. Don't they? I didn't, I didn't see, I just bought squirrels and I'm like, huh, you would think so. Cause well, cause deer tail would be a little better. Right. So, um, so you, how was your, how many people in your family? Your dad, mom, uh, three, three. Yep. I had a brother or sister. Okay. Yep. Then were you guys all out fishing? Was it like a family kind of thing or no, that just your thing? Yeah, uh, that was my thing. Okay. Uh, my siblings lived with my mom. So, okay. So yeah, so that was my thing. That's fun though. Yeah. Um, so is it you and your dad out fishing, banging away? Most of the time it was just me. So you grew up outside of Tomahawk, which yep. is awesome fishing, but you guys would go to, to Bayfield, which to me, you like dry all the, all the fishing you're driving over top of to get there. Yeah. Was it just a spot that was, yeah, it was for a, local for him or for, it was someplace that he used to go with his, okay. his That's buddies right. years ago. That's cool. You know, and they did a weekly, a weekly, you know, camping trip, whatever at Perch Lake, it was called up by Drummond. Uh -huh. And, um, so then they were, we ended up going there and doing that as kids. Okay. Did you do any shore fishing growing up? You know, funny story about that is one time we were up there, me and my brother with my dad, and he was so mad at us for fighting. He actually left us at the boat landing that day and went out fishing oh. and made us sit there by ourselves. <laughs> did he leave you poles or you just, you just sat there? Uh, he left us poles. Oh. Yep. Did you, what'd you learn? Uh, did you learn anything that day? Learn to behave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long, boring day with your brother sitting at a boat landing. Oh, did you guys catch fish? We did. Okay. But yeah, it's still not the same as being on the water. No. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't, I mean, I did some shore fishing. I grew up next to a river, so it was kind of shore fishing in there, but nothing. We had always had a boat. So we we're on the boat probably most, most of the time. Um, what about your first walleye? First walleye was, uh, I actually hadn't fished walleyes till I was almost like 17. Really? And a friend of mine through work uh, took me to the Nakusa walleye days down there. And yep. that was actually the first, first walleyes I ever caught in my life. Wow. How, what, what technique? Uh, we were just jigging. Okay. Yep. Pitching, actually pitching the wood. Okay. Oh, how many did you lose? How many jigs did you lose before you? A lot. I started <laughs> making jigs after that. <laughs> I bought the molds and all the paint and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, they're throwing stuff in the wood there. It doesn't go very fast. No. And the weedless ones weren't really too familiar back then. Oh, weedless right. jig. Yeah. I mean, depends where you grow up. That's not really a part of your, where I grew up, there wasn't really a weedless jig. So it wasn't until we made a trip up North and I'm like, Oh, look at these things. These are kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so did you eat that first fish? Yes. Was it delightful? Is that what, was well, that what hooked you or what I, hooked you? I don't know. It's just the fun of catching them. You know, they're, uh, you know, they're just, they're a little, uh, they're, they're more difficult than say a bass to mm -hmm. me that way, you know? Um, oh, I a hundred percent agree. I and just, um, you know, the different areas, different times of year, mm -hmm. um, even the, the realizing that, you know, we were catching walleyes in a foot of water on the shoreline, you know, and you know, you, from what I always heard and knew, you know, it was oh the deep, deep water fish. Yep. They're always on the bottom, you know? Mm -hmm. So that stuff was interesting. Yeah. It's pretty crazy what we grew up knowing about them to what yep. we know about them now yeah and it's like oh it's a different kind of a different world and i'm i have a bass son that i call him the bass son um because i have to leave the b on there but 
Yeah, it's all about bass fishing. He'll like, I've, I've put a box in the in the boat for him. And he's like, hey, Dad, where's the, is the bass box in here? I'm like, no, it's not in here. We're walleye fishing today. But yeah, he, uh, everywhere we go, he'll always want to give, hey, how about we, you know, little spot here. Let's hit that spot up. That's crazy. But it was, I mean, it really gets you hooked. I mean, it does. It, know, I mean, it is, it isn't, it isn't easier fish to catch, I think. But you don't need as many colors. Presentations are you know, you got top water, you got, you know, some kind of crank and some kind of worm basically and you yep. can get through life. Um, same with bluegill. I grew up bluegill fishing and bass fishing. We'd go bluegill fishing all the time and we did a lot of walleye spring fishing. But my dad would same thing. He would let me throw some top water and Yeah. Yeah. You know, the blow ups get me excited would get me excited about it. So Plus I feel like there's more water, you know, that's available with bass in Oh, I suppose walleyes, you know. Mm-hmm. So so what is your favorite body to fish as a child? What was your favorite body to fish as a kid? Uh, probably the big old plane. Big old plane. The big old plane. Well, it would be my later years when I actually started fishing walleyes. Mm-hmm. But um, the big old plane is just um, about a uh, half hour west of Stevens Point. Okay. It's probably a 6,000 acre reservoir. Okay. But. Uh, so what river is that? The Wisconsin. It, okay. Well, that runs into the Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, drops okay. in by uh, up by Knowlton. Okay, area. and why why was that your favorite? Starting off, easy uh, to catch fish or no? Not really. It was <laughs> it it wasn't easy, but it was a lot. I mean, I kind of learned a lot of different things, okay. doing different things there. Different techniques. Um, you know, people seen me with planer boards back in the early, you know, maybe like ninety five, ninety. Okay. You know, and people didn't see a lot of that stuff. You know, and correct. You know, I had people that would drive up to me and go, what the hell are those, you know? <laughs> and after they run over my liner, right? After you know, hit. that way. But uh, it was interesting that so way. Were they homemade plane boards or were they like? No, they were, they were offshores, okay. you know, the old, offshore. the original offshores, you know, back when everything was actually metal. Oh, I never had the metal. I think my first planer boards were the, them cheap styrofoam yellow birds. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I still have them. I still have them there. They have the metal metal on them and that that's where your clips went on to and never seen those they still work good so you basically kind of honed your honed your world over there yeah yep that's cool and do you have a favorite technique for that body water uh trolling yeah yep pulling cranks have you gone back there since do you go back there we usually make it make it out there several times a year i'll go out there okay. with the kids you know we've had some We've had some good success there and just, I mean, you can take the whole family and right. throw the boards in and catch that, a good number of fish. That's the fun part about trolling is it, it gives them a time. People that don't want people that necessarily technically can, not technically can fish, but have the technique to fish. They can still catch fish. Yes. And it's kind of fun just to, you know, your turn, you're up, you're this, yep. you're that. Yeah. And they're just happy to reel something in. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. People, it doesn't matter what it is. It can be a sheephead. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, that's, I was up this last weekend and uh, the kid and the wife were catching fish and there's was sheep head. I was like, they didn't care. And I'm just no. like, oh, there's no walleyes here. Where are the walleyes? You know, that's cool. Um, so that, is there a favorite like location on the list? Oh, I don't want to give your secrets away. Um, what's your favorite like now to fish? Uh, probably Green Bay and my favorite area is probably the Cedar River. That mm, okay. area up there. Okay. Is there well, I don't want to answer that because I know you have a tournament up there later. Um, why Green Bay? Size of the fish, the size of the fish. They, you know, they and it's ever changing. I mean, you can fish even there. You can fish fish in three feet of water, or you mm-hmm. can go out to the thirty 
you know, different techniques, depending on what time of the year, you know, that way. Um, there's so many good places to fish. What if was, they're not biting here, you can run over to. What was your first experience like in Green Bay? Uh, prob- probably tournament. F- uh, actually, previous to tournament. Yeah, actually, it was probably tournament fishing uh, back in the day in the RCL. Okay. Green Bay. So that go well for you or? Uh, no. <laughs> no, weather wasn't good. You That's know, the worst part. Out. Yeah, um, I mean, my first experience with Green Bay was uh, not boat wasn't big enough. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, it was it was all good. Right. It was good learning. Okay. So you make it out there quite a bit then? Uh, now I try that, to. Is yes. that your main home lake? I guess you call it. I would say yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. It would be my go to if I wanted to run. I would go. And you're a troller, so that would be you'd still troller. Yes. Do you? Yep. So and, what? Where do you? What part? How many are I'm going to say, when do you want to go to pull, pull in hand? So is there a time where you're like, ah, I do this by yourself or, or is that just, is that your f- first resort to troll? And then it, and it just depends on the year where I'm at. I okay. mean, a lot of that, um, you know, anything North, even Mar- or Marinette area, stuff like that. There's a casting bite everywhere up there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what time of the year. Um, so that's great areas up there. Oconto, you get down more, you know, more of a trolling bite yep. on the shoal and stuff like that. But, but if you had the pick, would you pick a trolling bite or a casting bite? I would cast. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. Yeah, you're kind of just scared. you're scaring me there for a just bit. to feel the. <laughs> just, I, there's just nothing yeah, like there's not that, know, thump, yeah. that thump. Yeah, I mean on that and the blade blading nowadays though is pretty fun. I mean that's I mean, little, I guess it's technically casting, but that yes. that sharp that sharp set hook set and hoping that there's a fish there when yep. they're there is yep. is pretty amazing. For the full version of this podcast, check out Fix TV. And remember, follow me on the talk at Smile and Fish and everywhere else at Matt Snell.